Hey. Hey, everyone. We're back. Another podcast. Back with another episode of Coffee After Dark. It's Robert and Julene. Back at it again. That was the perfect intro song. Yeah, I like. I really loved it. At first, I had my heart set on this uh, this cool song that had like coffee vibes to it. But I mean, this podcast isn't about coffee; it's about love and us. <laughs> a little bit about coffee, just mm. just a little bit. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I don't think I can make it through the day without coffee right now. This <laughs> no, this distance learning thing is driving me bonkers. It's, it's terrible. Like, I really want to rip my hair out and cry yeah. every day. Yeah, our our baby girl is having a tough time with this whole distance learning thing. I mean, you can't really blame her. She's five, not 15. She's not a college student. She, mm-hmm. like, sits there. She's good in the morning, but by the time lunchtime comes, she's over it. And she's hungry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every day. Yeah, literally have to drag her out of bed mm-hmm. every morning. Yep. And then she says, I don't want to go to school. I hate school. <laughs> it's, is, it's terrible. Yeah, that's horrible because you don't want your, your child to hate school that early. He's <laughs> five years old. She already hates school. A five-year-old dropout. No. I told her to go do her letters. Like, all she had to do was write her name. And she was, like, crying. Like, you would have thought I told her to go to hell or something. She was like, no, I don't want to write my name. And I'm like, honey, you just you just got to write your name, your first and last name. Why can't I just write my first name? This is hard. I don't want to do it. She's not down for it at all. At all. I'm telling you, after 12 noon, she's done. Like, she's over it. <laughs> yeah, so what's what's on the docket for today? Um, Date number two. Date number two. Yes. The great date. The best date ever. You sure it wasn't the first one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Date number two is when you finally admitted to yourself that you absolutely loved me. (sighs) Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. I already knew. I went home, and then you called me after, and I was like, you love me. That's it. I know. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Date date number two uh, started, like... I wanted to hang out with you. Like, I really, really, really wanted to hang out with you. But I didn't have a car. I had had no car. And I was going to get 45 minutes away from my house to get to you. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wait, didn't you take your stepdad's car? Yeah, yeah. I ended up taking his car. He let me use it. Thank you very much. Shout out to Robert's stepdad. <laughs> you got two thumbs up in my book. Thank you. Best date ever. Yeah, so borrowed the car. Came on down here. 
Where do we go, Norms? Yeah, we went to Norms on Azusa and Roland, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are probably thinking like Denny's, Norms. What a cheap skate. Yeah, we we like we like breakfast food. Yeah, we like we like to keep it simple as we quickly found out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we like breakfast food with terrible service. <laughs> <laughs> well no, we, we met up at Norms. Uh met you in the parking lot. Yeah, and oh we walk we walked in and um the waitress took our took our order drink order and like I'm really big on teas. Like to those of you really struggling, yo, elderberry tea is the move. Get elderberry tea. You can order it by the pound on Amazon. Oh, a cup a day will keep your immune system going strong. <laughs> tea is life. <laughs> yeah, so we were sitting there. And I'm thinking like, yes, I got a second date. It's going well. I look over at her and I don't see anybody. I mean, where she did she run away? And then she comes up. She was digging in her purse. She comes up with this giant bottle of honey. <laughs> it was a three pound bottle of honey that I carried in my purse. <laughs> Like you laugh, but cow poly honey is is everything. It's the best. It's it's it so good. And for those of you who have allergies, getting local honey is the best thing you can ever do in your life. Yeah, if it if it wasn't for COVID, we we'd be stacked up on uh cow poly honey. Seriously. And you know what too? Like I moved here in California in like twenty eighteen. So when mm-hmm. we met, I was still struggling. Like, I never had allergies in my life. And then all of a sudden, my sinuses were going insane. I was getting pneumonia like twice a year. And um kind of find out it's because California has like super mutant pollution. <laughs> nah, it's clean out here. Don't, don't tell people lies about California. It's clean. All clean air out here. All, all clean air. <laughs> i'm trying to tell you just don't breathe too much of it you'll be all right (laughs) nope nope they they have their own very special thing of pollution they named it smog so (laughs) (laughs) there's smog everywhere though yeah there, there is but for whatever reason you know what i think it is the thing i notice is like the biggest difference is that the public transportation system. Like, I haven't really seen, like, as many buses out here as I have in New Haven, which, I don't know, in New Haven, mm-hmm. you can get a bus stop, like, on every single corner, which yeah. for a bus driver is probably annoying. Super annoying. <laughs> Super. <laughs> <laughs> but um, out here, there's, like, a lot of cars as opposed to, like, buses and trains and stuff. So... Yeah, um, but back east, you guys got like smoke and smog coming out of the sewer. What's down there? A dragon? Daenerys? You there? (laughs) (laughs) I love the subway. You know who has like the cleanest subway though? Um, Washington, D.C. 
Yeah, Washington's a clean state. That is the cleanest subway I've ever been in. When when I went to Howard and I had to take the Mark train down, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the first time I took the Metro, I went down the stairs expecting to smell like urine and see graffiti and oh, litter. Oh, you DC, DC. Yeah, I walked out. I walked down there and there was none of that. It was super clean. Yeah, I would imagine. You know, the yeah. ca- the capitals down there. Yeah, the capitals got to look and you know be clean. Right, right. But anyway, like <laughs> back to our second date. I had this giant thing of honey because Cal Poly honey is yummy. And and it's better for you because the bees get the local flowers. So it helps you get used to the local pollen. And it keeps you from getting allergies. (laughs) Yeah, so we we ate at Norm's, which was pretty good. I enjoyed it. We ate, got finished, and we didn't want to leave each other. Right? No, we talked for hours. Yeah, so we took a walk. We took like a, about a two-hour walk. Yeah, we did. We would look at all the houses and we'd say like, you know, for me, like a garden is really important. I like being outside. I like growing things. Mm-hmm. And then for you, it was about the garage. Yeah, but how many, how many cars, you know? e-bikes <laughs> stuff like that usually like for me when when i started dating someone it it's always been kind of like it kind of freaked me out when you know when people start talking about the future but this time this date it felt right like i didn't feel the need to like run anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i would i was ready yeah, you just you just become ready. Like I I can't explain it. Like one day you may be feeling a certain way. Then you do the work. You do the hard work to to heal yourself, understand who you are, what you like, what you don't like. And then all of a sudden, like love just smack you in the face. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, I believe this is the date I told you I'll never get married. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. How'd that work out for you? (laughs) You well, you told me you would change my mind. (laughs) When you meet that person, you can't let them slip away. That's true, and it wasn't like um, creepy aggressive. You just. You treated me really good, and like you, like you changed my mind, like through your actions. Yeah, I wanted you to know that you're important. You're a queen. You deserve to be treated well. No, and I've always loved that. When we went on our second date, I was like, you. I made the decision within myself to love like I've never been hurt before. To just give myself a fresh start and Mm -hmm. give you a fresh person. Mm -hmm. You know, someone with, like, no baggage. I mean, I have some baggage, but 
I didn't want you to suffer for my baggage. Everybody's got a little baggage. Yeah, it's true. You got baggage, too. Yours was just a (laughs) carry-on. I'm so, like, but you know what? It's true. A lot of people just move on to the next relationship without putting in the work to heal. Yeah, they do, but... And that's something I didn't understand either. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that until I just took a break. I said, you know what? I'm not dating anybody. I'm gonna focus on me. I'm gonna do my own thing. And then you just popped up. Yeah, same. I had been single since 2017 before mm-hmm. I met you. Yeah. And then I bumped into you. We're not going to talk about how long I've been single. (laughs) It's okay. You're not single now. Not happily taken. Exactly. Happily spoken for. See, and that's the thing, too. A lot of people get hung up on, like, the first person you kiss, the first person you laid with. I don't care about all that. I just want to be the last one. (laughs) Yeah. It's not about the first, it's about the last. (laughs) That's right. So, so we take our long walk. We start talking about our houses. (laughs) We're totally building a future. Second date. Yep, we're, we're planning everything. And we stopped to take a break. And it was like... The most epic kiss ever. <laughs> the best kiss. See, I, I didn't like the first date. I just went for it. Yes. I just went for it. No hesitation. I was I was a little more confident. I was like, what do I have to lose? Except you. Well, we sat on that bench. And then next thing you know... We kissed like we were in like high school or something. Yeah, <laughs> I used to say that all the time. Like we're making out like high school kids. <laughs> well, I mean, you know when when you're treated well, it's like why not? Why hold back? Exactly. And then, like the thing I was most nervous about was like like one having you meet my kids or Mm -hmm. you know like when was the right time to have you meet the children because like i already had three children and you know they're they're a handful like i I love them to death they're a handful they're they're a couple of handfuls (laughs) but i i love them to death yeah i love them to death yeah, first time I um, I met David first. Was it David you met first? Yeah, it was David, the eldest. What? Oh, I don't know. Cause didn't you? I don't know why, but I feel like you met Carmen. For no, Carmen saw me first because I was like standing in a doorway. She was supposed to be in bed. <laughs> she shaved off her eyebrows. 
<laughs> she was crying because she was like, my eyebrows are gone. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Apparently, she, you know, raised her in the medicine cabinet. This little girl went to go brush her teeth, climbed up onto the thing, and shaved mm-hmm. off her eyebrows. She was trying to be like her mama. I have all my eyebrows, so <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. When I when I was like when I was like eight, I like I did shave off my eyebrows, mm-hmm. but but I had like I had some really tragic bangs, so no one noticed, and they just grew back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I, I met David first, and um, well, first time I met John, that was the funny moment. Oh, that's, that's when he asked. He so, 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 mommy, is he gonna be our new dad? Oh my god, I wanted to just crawl into my skin and die. I was like, why? Yeah, your your mom looked a little embarrassed too. Yes, I th- I think we were all a little bit embarrassed. Nah, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I remember going home and telling my boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what'd he say? He said, run. (laughs) No, because that's something we had always joked about. Like, for years, that was a joke. Really? And and it happened. (laughs) So he was laughing at me. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the kids are great. Yeah, they are. Don't you remember when you took David to see the pirate show? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. We went to, where is it, in Buena Park? Yeah, in Buena Park, they had that um, pirate adventure. Yeah, it's like medieval times for, like, pirates, though. This whole live pirate show. If you ask me, pirates are way better than knights. I said <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I mean, you know, a good knight is always good. How was your night in China, Norma? You were. <laughs> no. But I've always liked pi- pirates. Pirates were always my jam. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This one dressed up. <laughs> she dressed up as a pirate. Our first Halloween together. Oh, yeah. I, I even had, like, the little sleeves with the cutout mm-hmm. fingers and everything. And, like, um, like one of those little pirate staffs. <laughs> Yeah, like cane with a skull at the end. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, it would it would have been it would have been way better if I would have gotten one of those little pirate corsets. <laughs> yeah, like that would have been so dope. It's always like freezing cold on the East Coast, so like California Halloweens are so much better. Like you can get creative with your costumes. Because you're not going to be out there freezing to death. Mm-hmm. It's like summertime with a little breeze. Yeah, October 15th last year was 99 degrees in Long Beach. <laughs> I was I was driving Uber and Lyft at the time and I was like, what is this madness? Yeah, burning up. I was. Like, it's just hot for no reason. <laughs> You know, I'd rather be hot than cold. That's true. Also true. Super true. So I, I, I couldn't live on the East Coast. I don't know how you did it all them years. 
I don't know either, because, and then, like, you you ever hear um, people talk about um, New Yorkers' sport is extreme puddle jumping? <laughs> like, I laugh so hard, and, like, you don't understand. When they plow the snow, the snow ends up on, like, one side or the other, and then, like, they carve, like, one tiny path so you can mm-hmm. cross the street. But then the water collects in, a, like, a little puddle where you have to put your feet. Right. So you right. kind of have to, like, sort of guesstimate if you're going to fall, like, mm. ankle deep into a puddle. Like, you you risk going ankle deep into a puddle or you got to run and, like, jump over it. <laughs> that <laughs> So extreme puddle jumping is the East Coast Olympic sport. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> No, like the worst thing ever is falling into one of those puddles because you never know what kind of gunk just made it in your socks Mm -hmm. all wet. And then it's cold, too. So then it like freezes. (laughs) (laughs) See, out here in the wintertime, we just we just hang out, hit the beach, (laughs) lay out in the sun. (laughs) Yeah, out, out here, it's like. The, the way we play, how long can I go before turning on my heater on the East Coast? They play that same game except with the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my, didn't we, like, two weeks ago, we had, like, 114, no, it was, like, 117 degrees, right? It was, like, one of the hottest things. I think it was 115, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and then, like, with the fires, like, the sky was, like, orange, and it was raining ash. Yeah, and, um, as a matter of fact, in Death Valley, California, I believe it was 130. Oh, hell no. Oh, they were supposed to look into it to see if it was, like, the hottest day ever. See, I would have had to move. That would be the day I moved. <laughs> Except it would be too hot to move my stuff. So that that would be the day I planned on moving. Just get in the car and go. <laughs> Turn all the AC. You can have my stuff. I'm out. Yeah, forget it. Just just roll. Just get on out of there. It's too hot. <laughs> go north. <laughs> We're the only ones flying north for the winter instead of south. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Aside from aside from those differences, I mean, like we are we are really well matched to each other. Like your like your temperament and mine. Mm-hmm. Like I I like to think I'm really like relaxed about certain things, and then you know you're really relaxed. But then I get wound up sometimes because. You know, like, I was deployed, I still have PTSD. Certain things just freak me out. And, like, you're the perfect amount of calm, like, to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, someone with PTSD, like, more chaos is not the answer. You know, calming, loving. Yes. Attentive. I mean that's how you that's how you uh combat PTSD. You've always been all these things and like people always think PTSD is like screaming and detachment Mm-mm. and stuff. Mm-mm. 
It's not. I thought so, too. No, it's really, like, sometimes it's just as simple as there's entirely too much clutter in my area or someone moved my spoon. Like <laughs> Your favorite spoon. I have, like, one favorite spoon. And honestly, like, having that sort of, like, regular thing, kind of like, it, it's a coping mechanism. I, I can't even serve her food without that spoon. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's a spoon. Just eat. I'll, I'll stop and be like, where's my spoon? And... and <laughs> I eat out the same bowl, too. Yeah, same bowl. Yep. But, you know, since I know the reason why I I look for your spoon, so I may not find it all the time, but I always look for it. No. Make sure it's, you are right. Honestly, it's that type of consideration that really makes the difference in the relationship. Like, being attentive to your partner's needs is... That's everything. That that means, like, that's the world right there. That's everything. And it's, like, it's so embarrassing to have to explain to someone, you know, well, you know, I have PTSD. You know, I was deployed. You know, something's bothered me. And then, like, there's something they call being hyper alert. And people don't understand that. You know, they never been through something traumatic that, you know, now they have PTSD. And so they function different. Yeah. Like, there will be days where I feel so crazy because I'll be like, do you hear that? Do you smell that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, look at those clouds over there. It's about to rain. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like the other night with that earthquake. Oh, my God. Like, that's another California thing that yeah. I am not used to is the earthquakes. Like, what, what happened? Like, what happened? It no, was we like... we were asleep. We were knocked out. And then you woke up. And you were like, oh, it's shaking. It's shaking. Babe, it's shaking. I'm like, what? No, lay down. Because, <laughs> and, and then, like, the shaking got harder. And I was like, we gotta go. <laughs> so, like, I'm grabbing clothes and reaching for my daughter. <laughs> you were like, no, it's over. You're not supposed to leave. Yeah, you don't just run outside when there's an earthquake happening. I mean, unless the building is falling down and get out of there. But I, don't know, I guess being from California, I'm used to that. Honestly... Anytime uh, for me, I feel like if the building's shaking, it's because it's going to collapse. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, it's shaking. All right, now it's stop. Okay, continue life. Let's move on. Well, no, it doesn't just stop. It, like, keeps going. And then, no. then it'll stop and then go again. <laughs> no, th this one went on for a little while, though. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up, I was like, yeah, you're like, oh, no, it's over. I was like, no, it's still moving. It's still moving. I can feel it. <laughs> you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom real fast. I'll come back. 
And then I was sitting on the bed with my clothes, like, it's still moving. I can feel it. You were ready to go. And I'm just like, no, let's get in the bed. Let's go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that serious. That's not the first time something random woke me up. You remember that time when I was like looking, trying to track down the mysterious sound? It was like a buzzing sound. Yeah, we still haven't found that. Yeah. The mystery mystery sound, it we have we are still unable to locate the source. <laughs> right. Right. St- stupid sound. If I ever find the source of that sound, I'm telling you, it's going to mysteriously disappear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think the key for us is that we keep an open line of communication. Yeah. Communication is everything. We consider each other's feelings first. Yes. And... You know, we don't, it's not like we're like codependent. We don't move unless one moves, but we just make sure the other one's okay with what's going on. Yeah, like I, and like we make time to talk about things. We don't just table it. Like lots Mm -hmm. of times people can get so busy with their lives and their kids and everything else that they forget to check in with their partner and I find the fact that we sit down for a few hours after the children have gone to bed yep. like makes a difference huge difference yeah huge difference that's why this podcast is called coffee after dark <laughs> the kids go down we sit down and we you know we talk check in how's work doing how mm-hmm. are you doing yeah because before COVID we would go on dates, breakfast dates, while the kids were in school. Yes. we go to Flappy Jack's and mm-hmm. the Bear Place. Uh, Black Bear. Black Bear. Black Bear Diner. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember how I'd be so bummed because uh, we wouldn't get there. We would get there too early for the pot pie. Either. Yeah. Too, <laughs> yeah. Too early. One time it was like sold out, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got there in the right time and then it was sold out of pot pie. So we're still on the mission to get that pot pie. So I have yet to try Black Bear's pot pie. <laughs> After a while, we just went to Marie Callender's and called it a day. Exactly. They have some of the best pot pie anyway. You know, I've never tasted it in the restaurant. You said it was really good, but... Really? Yeah, I've always um, went to the grocery store and got the little ones in a box. Oh, yeah. Those are good. I always have to order the mini pie pot pies with the salad, and then they bring the the like coconut cream pie or whatever pie mm-hmm. you want to choose because the pot pies are huge. Yeah, they are. When you get the mini ones, like at least you have a small, uh, larger chance of finishing it. You get the huge ones, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I'm never gonna finish this." <laughs> right. So, are we still watching Lovecraft Country? 
Oh my god. Okay, so spoiler alert. We're about to talk about Lovecraft Country. Spoiler alert. Super spoilers. If you don't like spoils, you are now being alerted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, episode two, we watched like up to episode four so far, so... What, what happened mm. in episode two? Oh, they went to the wizard's house. Oh, y- yes. Yep. The the wizard house was episode that was two. two mm-hmm. And then um, haunted house was episode three. Yeah. Yeah. And then episode four was like that oh my god moment. And it was like under the haunted house. That was weird. but um... It was confusing too. <laughs> yeah, episode two. They um, they drive. They're looking for uh, what's his tick? They're looking for Tick's dad. Like Tick dad was went missing. Him and Uncle George and um, Letitia. Yeah, Letty or Letitia. Le- Letitia F and Lewis. <laughs> I'm sorry that that is my favorite line out of the movie. <laughs> But yeah, they they go looking for his dad, and they come across like these this, these wizard people. Well, remember we talked about the the beat, little beast vampire beast things in the forest, mm-hmm. and then they go they go running. the The car was crashed into the little cottage thing, and then they take off running. So they're covered in blood. They show up to this house, knock, and it's. The weirdo wizard's place. Yeah. And then they wake up the next morning. Cars not crash. <laughs> like it's like nothing ever happened. Uh, Uncle George and uh, Letitia. They don't remember anything. But Tick does. He does. See, I was always really confused as to why Tig remembered everything, but, like, Uncle George and Letitia didn't. Apparently, Tig is, like, the last blood relative of some other old dude. Important old dude. Oh, the, the a son of a son. Son of a son of a son. Mm-hmm. So he's got a little, like, pool in his little secret society. Yeah. Like weirdos and wizards. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like next level gaslighting. Like that was like magic. <laughs> the gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, gaslighting, like you you just tell someone something over and over again until they really believe that they're probably crazy. No, they did all this like magic and stuff and fixed the whole car overnight to make them think that they're crazy. <laughs> Exactly, and then they then they cast like a whole spell on him. Yeah, and uh, Letitia died. Yes. Oh my God. So like this weirdo. Um, I'm sorry. I don't care what movie this or show this dude is in. He will forever be Fitzgerald Grant to me from Scandal. <laughs> so President. Fitzgerald Grant shot Letitia and then like the the weirdo that kind of looks like um Legolas yeah the the it's like 
It's like a gender band of Legolas. This girl. She like brings Letitia back to life. And she's like in a room freaking out. And then she, she like magic locks them in a room. And watches them like a creeper. Yes, it it's odd, but super entertaining. Yeah, and then like she I'm like glued. makes she makes them hallucinate, right? Uh huh. And because they made her, they made like Uncle George tick and Letitia hallucinate. We learn like a few things about these characters. One, we we got the tea. Uncle George slept with Tick's mom. Mm-hmm. And he and like he he might really just be Tick's dad, yeah. And then Letitia's actually scared of the D. Yeah, she was a virgin. Yeah, but but she was scared of it because remember in her hallucination it jumped out in the form of a snake and attacked <laughs> her. <laughs> well, what did we learn about Tick? Like a, a whole like Chinese soldier. No, came like, out and attacked him. I don't. I don't think um, the it was a Korean soldier, wasn't it? Well, I don't. I don't know. I know the actress is, is uh, Jamie Chun. Yeah, Tick was in the Korean War though. Hmm. It was like mm-hmm. the Korean War, then the Vietnam War, the the era that it takes place. That's a Korean mm-hmm. War, because we went World War Two, Korean War, Vietnam War. Right. So. Right. But what, like, what significance was that? I have no idea. I think that's um, foreshadowing. Where I feel like we're going to find out something about this girl that Tick is hallucinating and having, like, hallucination nightmares about. Maybe she was, like, a Korean spy and he slept with her. You think so? I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe she's the one he called that was in Florida. Mm-hmm. Remember he made a phone call and she was like, you're staying there, aren't you? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe she... Well, no, because in his hallucination, he killed her. Yeah, it was like bare hands. So... That's why I'm thinking maybe she was a spy and he, you know, fell in love and ended up having to kill her. Yeah, that would suck. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel super bad for Tick. Like, out of all of them, he's the most likable character. Yeah, well, Uncle George was cool. Well, they, they killed off. They killed off Uncle George. Second episode, they killed off Uncle George. Yeah. Tick is cool. How I- you kill off, like, the best character in episode two. <laughs> Come on. Like, that's so messed up. We liked Uncle George. I think all of the characters are pretty cool. Even the weird uh, wizard lady. Honestly, I feel like they are giving her a hard time for no reason. Like, I think she wants the same thing they do. Well, no, they want to be left alone. She wants to be in on the action. Yeah, she wants to be part of the decision making. You know, this again, this is takes place in what, like the sixties. No, 
fifties, I 50s. think. Fifties. Yeah, it was in the fifties. Yeah, so they're not letting women do anything, not even be a part of a secret society cult of wizards. She's better at it than they are, though. Way better. Like, she conjured an entire hallucination for three people. (laughs) Now, how much energy do you suppose that took? Who knows? Christina Braithwaite was the man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't don't care what anybody said. Even her, like... Her her dad got, like, incinerated trying to open up the Garden of Eden. But I think that was a setup. No, every time they try to open up the garden, you know, house burns down. This time it just collapsed. Oh, well, her dad, like, just turned into ash. Yeah. It, it was weird. Didn't everybody turn into ash or just the dad? No, all the sons of Adam turned into ash. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. And then then they had to go and kill Uncle George. Christina Braithwaite brought Letty back and then let Uncle George die. Yeah, how you I don't get it. And then the the character they replaced him with takes dad is just terrible oh my god worst father ever seriously i'm like and then they ended it there and like he was like oh take care of tig show him that love that i know is in you so you know he like and that was his dying wish Mm -hmm. so what does he do he gets blind drunk and treats tick like ish I'm sorry, Mantra was like, boo, boo, Mantros. Yeah, yeah. So, is there anything else on the docket for no this week? That's the we did day number two, and we talked about Lovecraft Country episode two. One of the best shows out right now. It it is super cool. Not not gonna lie, like I was iffy about it, and I was like, but. It, weren't we going to watch The Boys before this? Yeah, we watched the first, what, two episodes of that? Yeah, and then we, but this is, like, this show is more interesting in my opinion. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different, like. You know, if you guys have time, just check it out. You know, send us a message. Tell us what you think. Or, or leave us a comment and tell us whether you like it or not. Are you team Lovecraft Country? Are you team The Boys? You can find Lovecraft Country on HBO, and you can find The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yeah, dang. All those subscriptions. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Stay loving. Always communicate. Never go to bed mad. And always, always have your coffee after dark. Yes.